Hey everybody, Josh Sigurdsson of World Alternative Media here, and we're joined by Tim Pachot, the Liberty Advisor, Certified Financial Planner. You can find his link below uh, with a bit.ly link and of course the libertyadvisor.com. We're going to get into some of that in a moment, but today we're doing something that has become kind of a tradition among the two of us uh, over the last several years is talk about predictions for the next year. So we're going to do predictions for 2024 in this video today. Um, our track record is uh, is kind of scary. It's it's really good. Um, I prefer it wouldn't be because, of course, a lot of this stuff isn't exactly the most positive of stuff. But there's a lot of positives also in there as well that I want to go into later. Uh, also, on top of all these, um, you know, kind of dire predictions that unfortunately we are facing, we have to be aware of what we're facing uh, going forward. Um, so we're going to get into some of these and we are going to label some off and then we're going to explain some and we're going to go back and forth on this. Before we do, I urge people to check out the libertyadvisorshow.com and check out that bit.ly link for uh, Tim Pachot if you want a, a financial planner, if you want to get involved and, and save your money from you know the Great Reset and these globalists that are trying to use your money against you. Uh, you want to be able to use your money in your favor. So go and check that link in the description. And of course, also make sure to check out heavensharvest.com for long-term storable foods that are non-GMO, organic kits, heirloom seeds, water filtration and storage, books on how to get started. And you could use code WAM, W-A-M, um, and get free shipping on a lot of that. We have a bunch of links below. You can check it out. We're going to go into it at the very end of the video a little bit as well. We have, uh, you know, wild pastures for meat delivered to your door, temperature controlled, no mRNA, all that kind of stuff. So check that out below. But anyway, let's get into it. So, Tim... We have an unfortunate track record of being right about a lot of this stuff, and it goes back a long ways. You know, I've been talking about this kind of stuff since 2006, and it's scary to see it roll out. David Icke has been talking about it since like 1990, 1991. It's scary how much he's been correct in almost everything he said over those years. And, you know, you you have a good track record yourself talking about, for example, Trump uh, winning uh, back in you, you predicted that back in, I think, 2015. And, uh, you know, people thought you were crazy. And so they blame that. it on the Russian. And so they blame it on the Russians when he does win. So, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, you then said he wasn't going to win um, in 2020 uh, because of it being it was going to be rigged and all that kind of stuff. You know, a lot of this stuff has stood out over time. And um, I'm going to start off with my first prediction for this video. And I'll go to you. Um, first of all, I think there's going to be a massive economic collapse in 2024. There are huge economists, even mainstream economists saying the same. There's been headlines across the board regarding 2024 being a massive year for the collapse of the economy, especially considering BRICS is indeed um, launching their world reserve currency um, at their next summit, as they say anyway, as that's what Russia says, that's what China says. So it'll be interesting to see that. But I believe that with those things launching, we're going to see a massive push for CBDCs in 2024. I mean, it, we have all these countries around the world saying they're going to launch CBDCs in 2024. We have, of course, Britain talking about that. We have multiple, multiple countries. What do you think about, you know, the potential of a CBDC becoming, you know, 2024 being the year for CBDCs? Well, the first time I really put a date to this was 2021 at FloatFest. I said this would be three to five years. So three to five years would put us at 2024, uh, you know, and onwards. And so ultimately their goal is to get more control. And the ultimate control would be locking down people's money and what they can and can't spend their money on. It would also be, I mean, we had, I had videos in 2020 talking about how this would be programmable weaponized digital money where there's going to be expiration dates on it. There's going to be, you can only have, now I don't think that that's coming in 2024, but you're going to see this further push 
and further having yeah. uh, cryptocurrencies getting out there in the mainstream. And one of the predictions I talked about last year, actually, I'm not sure if we did a prediction video last year, but I know we have like every other year. We uh, definitely the, did. Yeah, we, we actually, I'll, I'll pull it up later on in the video. Some of the things we predicted that came true, but yeah, go on. Yeah, because the first show I did uh, last year was uh, Cash Daddies, which is Sam Tripoli, a tinfoil hat. He's got a bunch of different po great podcasts. And uh, the only thing, you know, past performance, no indication of future returns, investing involved risk, talk to your financial advisor, all those uh, provisos. But I talked about a certain way to buy Bitcoin and how that would be. Uh, it was about trading for about 50% off last year, about 48% off. And, and so this year, that one had a about over 300% return. And so that's really the only thing that I mentioned uh, and probably one of the best things you could have been in. Now, again, past performance to indicate future returns, but a big reason for that is an ETF, I believe is coming. At this point, it's not really a prediction. I predicted it last year, uh, but it looks like it's going to be around January 10th-ish is when the SEC will allow that. And then that's going to you know, just allow more people to have access to Bitcoin, although it's not going to to have it the right way. I mean, the right way is to have it where you hold the private keys and having decentralization. So if anything, right. I think this is the year that you're going to see more people start to understand that it, you know, the, the goal isn't necessarily like, Oh, we need to defeat Biden. We need to defeat Biden at all costs. Well, you know what, what does defeating Biden do if we get someone else in there that's going to allow all this other tyranny in there? It's a circular then, slave called. It's just statism over and over and over again, going back to ancient Greece. It's very frustrating because, uh, you know, and we'll get into the election stuff later on because, of course, it is an election year. Yeah, but, that's a big um, but with that said, you know, we have Harry Dent um, recently saying to the New York Post and Fox uh, News that uh, he believes that 2024 will be the um, single most uh, largest uh, crash year in our lifetimes. And he's saying, do not listen to your financial advisors. Now, a lot of financial advisors mean well, but they are, of course, um, in the mainstream system. They don't understand the creature from Jekyll Island. They don't understand the Federal Reserve as they should. And they don't understand you know, what the globalists are conspiring to do to us, utilizing our money with CBDCs and stopping you from driving cars and stopping you from um, you know, traveling, stopping you from eating food that you want, stopping you from doing the basic things in your life that you, you should be able to do without being hindered or um, you know, restricted. And it's, it's interesting to see someone like Harry Dent say something like, hey, it's going to be the single worst crash year in, in, in our lifetime. I mean, that's, that's a pretty major statement. You know, I do respect Harry, and there's a lot of, uh, you know, good points he has made. Actually, if you look in the back, the, the book right next to The Great Reset, actually, see other shoulder, uh, yeah. that kind of orangish one is his book, The Demographic Cliff. And in there, you know, he talks about how uh, ultimately demographics are what is the biggest driver when it comes to the market. And so the average person spends the most amount of money in their lifetime at age 46. Uh, the baby boom happened, I believe, in 1946. Add 46 to that, you get 1992. That's right when Bill Clinton came into office. And then the baby boomers started turning uh, 65 in 2008. That's when the crash happened. Now, the reason why some of this other stuff hasn't necessarily happened is because they just rig all the numbers. They rig the inflation number, they, which which then in turn rigs the GDP number. And then people are focused on a GDP number that doesn't mean anything anyways. Uh, you know, okay, great. We spent all this extra money sending it to Ukraine, which is really just sending it to Raytheon and Boeing and the big military industrial complex. And so every year, he's sort of one of these, you know, broken, I mean, I hate to call him like a broken clock, but you know, every single year he's basically, I think going back to probably since that book has been out, probably since 2015, it's going to be the biggest year 
Uh, and so there, you, you have to keep that in mind. Yeah. But I think that this crash will actually ultimately happen in a much different way than what most people are thinking. Uh, so just the other day, I think I saw a headline that said Trump, uh, it may have even been from today, Trump said, uh, Trump warns that it will be a 1929 style crash next year if he doesn't get uh, elected. And so, and then the only reason the markets are high is because of you know, the prospects of him coming back in there for next year. Although he's still playing on all the same BS as before. It was high for him because he encouraged Janet Yellen, uh, actually Jerome Powell, who then was the same guy that Biden picked, uh, to do the exact same thing in terms of all this easy money printing, all this, uh, you know, quote unquote, stimulating the economy, but it was really just free money. And so I think the actual crash, if you go back into, everyone's always fighting the last war. So the last war, if we call it 2008, uh, from a financial perspective, you saw a lot of asset values absolutely plummet, real estate in lots of areas down 50%, stock market down, S&P down close to, you know, probably a little over 50%. Uh, I think actually probably closer to 60. Now, I think you could see the stock market go down quite a bit, but ultimately in the long run, so whether, and I'm talking about after the music has stopped, not talking about, you know, in the middle of the baseball game, I'm talking about after the fat lady sings, after it's already done, ultimately, if the dollar goes down, you can see the stock market go to infinity. You could, if you go back to Weimar, Germany, there was, and, and so unfortunately, when people listen to Harry Dent or even Donald Trump, they're thinking, oh my God, like there's going to be this massive uh, crash in the equity markets. And so what do I need to do? I need to keep my money in air quotes safe and I need to go into like treasury bonds. Well, everyone that wanted to be super safe in treasury bonds the past couple of years just absolutely lost their butts when the interest rate risk, which if there's one thing that I've warned about since the very beginning of podcast one in 2016, it was what was going to happen when the Fed was forced to raise rates, not because they wanted to, but because they had to. Yeah. And then the underlying uh, financial asset that underpins the entire system is the 10-year treasury. And so all these banks that went out last year, like SVB Bank and First Republic Bank and Silicon Valley Bank, is because for the most part, they're holding on to government treasuries that then lost a bunch of value called interest rate risk. And then when they had to then sell those bonds into the market, they had massive losses. However, and this was also breaking down video in a client webinar, I thought, now the reason why Armageddon hasn't really happened in the financial markets is, the banks were all bailed out. Most people don't know right now that there's a there's a program called the BTFP program or the Bank Term Funding Program, where the banks are able to take their bonds that have gotten you know absolutely hammered in value. They get to trade them in at this special purpose vehicle, and they get let's say let's say you had a bond that's a million bucks. Now it's six hundred thousand. The banks get to turn in their six hundred thousand dollar bond, get a million bucks as a as a one year loan, and so that's why they haven't had to have any delay of reckoning is because there's been this complete right. uh bs that's gone on in the background so this crash it could be the crash of the purchasing power where you but the, but it could be where the stock market goes to infinity now that doesn't mean like oh but, but personally not financial advice do your own research talk to your own financial advisor i think that things like gold and silver and bitcoin and certainly the privacy cryptocurrencies would be going up even more well than that's the stock market. that's actually what one of the things i wanted to mention here because um first of all i do think there's going to be a shift from the dollar into a new currency eventually it's either going to happen in 2024 or 2025 um but we're going to see a massive shift and it's going to be like a, a an umbrella for the collapse in a way to shift into a new system as a solution but i want to point out that first of all i think 2024 is going to be an absolutely massive year for crypto in my opinion um especially considering it is a having year for uh, Bitcoin it, around the end of April, early May, it's it's uh, it's on. The, we're kind of on the fence about exactly when that's going to happen, but um, the, usually around six months after that happens, we see a big uh, rise in the value. Now, if we see a 
collapse in the stock market. We're probably going to see a collapse in crypto probably in the beginning half of the year, I, I think. And again, this is my opinion on investment advice, but um, I do see a very real possibility that we're going to see crypto go off a cliff until the end of the year. And then we're going to see a big move, a big bull market towards all time highs. At the same time, I'm also thinking that, you know, things like gold and silver are going to absolutely skyrocket. We've already seen records uh, made recently. And now we have Costco and Walmart um, selling gold bars, which is a massive uh, shift in in consciousness as far as that goes. I mean, they're going to everyone, even the bad guys are going to get in on what is going to uh, you know, support them financially going forward and what is going to be kind of um, a cushion, a safe haven uh, against inflation. But also, you know, with all this kind of stuff happening, um, we're going to see the uh, total shift of economic power from the West to the East. And I have no doubt we're going to see this. And a lot of it is going to be dependent on the elections. Again, we're going to get into that in a moment. But I wanted to shift over uh, outside of money for a moment here, Tim, because I think there's something that needs to be said, which is that um, there's a lot of normalization. And this all brings us into the economy at the end of the day, too, because, of course, they need an excuse for World War Three and, and World War Three. Um, you need enough chaos to bring people into that kind of situation. And one of those ways, I believe, are false flag terror attacks. And I think Europe specifically, but also the U.S. to some degree, but Europe is going to see a year of several major false flag terror attacks in order to scare the people and normalize it. And there's going to be some real ones, of course. There's always real ones mixed among the false flags. But nonetheless, to normalize the fear then to bring people into this world war in the Red Sea with Israel and Iran and Palestine and, uh, you know, Egypt and Saudi Arabia and all these different countries. I mean, we're talking uh, a major, major um, event is likely to happen in 2024. It's at a breaking point, and I don't see how it could survive any lo longer without blowing up. Ukraine and Russia, of course, um, China and Taiwan, all these countries propped up by the U.S. in the first place. Iran, the 1953 coup, 2014 uh, for Ukraine and their coup, Russia, World War II, um, Israel, World War I and World War II, the United Nations, etc., and the United Nations said themselves that um, they expect a, a major black swan event. And they also bragged that they could shut down anyone they want at their will going forward, any country in the world over a new pandemic, quote unquote, over an economic collapse, over a climate emergency, over a black swan event, over a terror attack, over an economic collapse, any anything they want, essentially, they can shut down different countries over. And they brag about that. And I think that I'm, I'm going to take that seriously because they are talking about a unified ledger. They're talking about connecting all that to CBDCs. With everything that's blowing up, it's going to bring us from chaos into uh, you know, order. And that order is going to be blind compliance and suffering of humanity in, in favor of enslavement. And I think that um, we're going to see massive false flag attacks in Europe in 2024. And we've already seen the normalization with, um, of course, the French government deploying 90,000 police um, for the New Year's celebrations. And now this video is going to, this is being recorded December 31st. It's going to be out January 1st. So um, I don't know what's going to happen in that time. I hope for the best. I mean, I think they're about to celebrate it at the time that we're recording this right now. But I, I think at least a normalization alone is enough to, you know, normalize people to the idea of this actually happening 
And um, of course, it's been snowballing with immigration in Europe, and it's only a matter of time before they have to scare people into war and conscription and other things in a world war scenario, which of course would be the perfect situation to bring in a great reset. World War I was falsified, fake, full of false flags that brought us into a, a reset. World War II, the same thing, brought us into a reset. And now World War III will be the great reset, which will be the biggest shift in uh, humanity and the power structures um, in modern history or in history in general. I don't know. What do you think about like upcoming false flags, Tim, and the idea of it, it could be the grid. It could be cyber attacks. It could be uh, explosions and bombs like we've seen in the past. What do you think? Could be all of the above. So, I mean, going back to the Ukrainian coup and whether you want to call it 2013 or 2014, when the U.S. State Department started funding uh, the Azov Battalion, which were actual neo-Nazis to overthrow their Democratic elected president at the time, you could sort of see that the writing was on the wall, that we were trying to get into some sort of war with Russia. And then ultimately, you'd have the dollar go down and they blame the dollar going down in Russia or the Chinese. And so, you know, they, I think they want to keep all these different arrows in their quiver of which one they need to, uh, or maybe they have all of them go off at once. And so you've got, you know, all the stuff going on in Russia, you've got all the stuff going on in China and Taiwan. Now we've got obviously what's going on in Israel. And so you could see, you know, three different wars kicking off on three different fronts. And then maybe there's a cyber attack and it's the, well, it's really the NSA or the CIA. Let's be, let's be honest. But uh, if I had to take a guess, but uh, they're going to blame it on the Russians or the Chinese. And this yeah. is something that we've talked about for years. And then, uh, and then maybe they won't be able to have an election or, or it's going to be mail in, ballots and then they can just stuff in the mail-in ballots and we're not advocating voting you know josh or i you, you know but yeah. from what it is if you're going to have an election it might as well be fair well, it's, it's also he, fake tim i mean hamas was created by israel and iran yeah. was propped up by the u.s isis al-qaeda taliban were created by the u.s muslim brotherhood were created by the u.s uh, as well as israel and of course we have china propped up in the 70s we have russia i mean all these things were created to create a problem later on in the first place. We've seen that throughout history. I mean, FDR armed and funded uh, Ho Chi Minh in Vietnam, and then they went to war in the 1960s into the 70s. FDR also um, signed an agreement with the Saudis that they would never, ever, ever, um, you know, they would always support Saudi Arabia in any kind of war that they ever had and uh, support the family, the, the Saud family, which it's insane that a country is named after a family in 2023, but in 2024 as well, but that they would always protect them as long as Saudi Arabia sent them oil. So uh, these agreements have been going on for a long time and they snowball into future situations because now Saudi Arabia and United Arab Emirates want to leave the US dollar for bricks. So, I mean, it is everything snowballing in 2024. It just seems like we're on the edge of the, the cliff here and the only way to go is down. And unfortunately, I mean, long-term we're going to be uh, fine and, you know, we're going to survive this and good overcomes evil, but it just seems like we're going to see a year of chaos, explosions, death, war, and all these kinds of things that are the perfect excuse for the great reset in 2024. Yeah. I mean, and then just look at the new Obama movie that just came out. I forgot what it's even called, but, uh, or leave the world behind something like that. Uh, and then you start seeing all of this, predictive programming playing out in real time, you know, it's really quite fascinating, especially when we thought that cyber attack would be one of the main attack vectors. But and that's why it's also important to prepare with not with just Bitcoin, because then what happens if they send the whole power grid down? Well, then the Bitcoin is not going to be as valuable. And that's why you need physical gold and silver. And that's why you need storable food. And that's why, because ultimately, if they try to starve people out, 
then that's how they get them to comply. And that's why you got to put yourself in a position to be ahead of all this. And if we're wrong, then okay, great. You have a bunch of food that's not poison that, and then you probably save money because of the inflation. But I think yeah. it's pretty much a given that this stuff, and I hate saying words like a given, because then it sort of manifests that that's how it's going to be. But I also don't want to be Mr. Doom and Gloom, because I think that there are so many more people awake to what's going on. There's people who, you know, a lot of people now who don't trust Fox News, who don't trust a lot of what's going on, who were buying the Kool-Aid four years ago, buying the Kool-Aid three years ago, buying the Kool-Aid, drinking the Kool-Aid two years ago on yeah. all this stuff. And now there's so many people who have woken up to a greater consciousness level of what is actually going on. And all, and then that's why, I th but it's also a dangerous period because then the powers that be know that this is sort of their, you know, last go at it, which is why, you know, when you've got a, let's say a squirrel, a rat that's cornered, you know, that's, it's going to be very dangerous. And right now, you know, as much as we want to, or people out there want to think it's doom and gloom, the only reason they're going to have to hit us with so much right now is because they're losing control of what's actually going on. But, yeah. you know, it makes it a dangerous, uh, you know, set of events for, for everybody. But I really do think that you could see a war being kicked off on all three of those fronts that we just uh, mentioned. And I really think that that Israel wanted to get this war going because they obviously let Hamas attack. I mean, uh, I, you know, I don't think you have to be a military strategist to realize that. No, that, they oh, even have an operation called out. Operation Jericho Wall, which it was published almost 10 years ago, where they said there's going to be <laughs> this breach of security uh, and there's going to be an attack on a music festival where they're using paragliders. It's like 7-7 bombings in 9-11, how they had drills around that time that literally perfectly explained detail by detail, street corner by street corner, essentially what was going to happen. And, you know, I, I kind of find it interesting that like last year when we were doing this, this video, Tim, um, when we were doing uh, the 2023 prediction video, um, we were talking about Kanye West and I was saying like, uh, I think they're going to like, the, the Zionists are going to try and, and like go for global governance in 2023 and that they're going to try and push for the, um, greater Israel project, which is a real thing that the government has from the Nile to the Euphrates and uh, the expansion of its borders throughout all that territory to create a new uh, temple and do all that kind of stuff. I, I remember saying that because we we're talking about uh, Kanye wow. West at this time last year, which is funny how it, it seems simple. Time seems simpler then, even though at that time, times the year before felt simple. It was just everything has been so much chaos and mayhem the last like several years. It's insane. But Again, I think, you know, good overcomes evil and we will succeed, but like they have to finish building the Tower of Babel for it to fall over. So you can't just like, you know, people look at it and say, well, it's halfway under construction. Can we get this over with? It's like, no, we have to actually witness and experience the, 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 the negativity to be able to get enough people with courage to push back. And I think it's important that that is understood going forward. And, you know, talking about war, I have no doubt that we're going to see a real push for civil war. We're going to have so much civil unrest in the United States because it's an election year. We always do, but every year seems like it gets a little bit crazier. And this one, I mean, they're trying to get Trump off the ballot in Colorado. Again, I'm not a supporter of any politicians. I don't support anyone. I don't even need, I, I shouldn't even have to say that. I, I mean, a lot of people that have viewed me for a while know I'm an anarchist and I don't believe in um, stealing people's money to give to something that a few people voted and other people didn't. I mean, that's against consent. But I think that, first of all, of course, they're going to try and rig it. They're going to use that as the bully pulpit in order to 
create that unrest. And we're going to see probably a new Democratic candidate come in as well, because, I mean, I, I talked to a Democrat last night, Tim, and she was super anti-Trump. And then I mentioned Biden and she's like, how did that guy get in office? He's like a zombie. He walks into walls. I'm like, even like the left is sick of Biden themselves. So I think there's going to be a lot of chaos surrounding, you know, um, the, the presidential election, which I mean, it's you don't have to be you, you could have an IQ of 10 to figure that one out. But I mean, what do you think going forward uh, with the election, Tim, that we're going to see like on the ground activism, uh, you know, black versus white divide? What do you think? Well, unfortunately, they want to the system wants to keep us focused on things that we can't control and things that are outside of our ability to affect. And so they want us to, uh, you know, put all of our energy, all of our activism, all of our money, all of our collective might and consciousness into the this selection. And then even if you were even if the votes were accurately counted, which is a big if we know that it's not going to be the case. Well, Okay, it's really all you're doing is signaling a preference for then the electoral college that can then just vote whatever way they want to vote anyways. And it's always the people that they want to foist up there. Now, I was a big proponent of Donald Trump in 2016 because I thought that Hillary was going to get in there to start World War III with Russia and that that would be used as a kickoff for the dollar going down. And then, you know, I think uh, but then as soon as he got in there, it started doing all the same crap that Obama was in terms of, you know, Putting in Jerome Powell and printing all this money and and you know having the debt go up more in four years and Obama did in eight years. We can keep this is not just you know a Trump bash fest, uh, but you know ultimately when people that you trusted then turn your back on you. Those are the people that I want to go after the most. And so I think with this selection, ultimately I think one of the the ways one of the things I hope people start understanding is that you know it's not about make America great. Like what does that mean? America was great because America was free, but we're not a free country anymore in newsflash. We weren't free before 2020. We weren't free in 2008. We basically have not been free by our entire lifetimes. And so ultimately we can't be free until people know the truth of what's going on. Just because it gets worse doesn't mean that we were free before. It's like they normalize the tyranny and then we're like, we're supposed to just go back 15 years and everything's going to be fine. But 15 years ago, we still had the Patriot Act. We had all these invasions of privacy and, uh, you know, it, it, we were just getting Obama. It, it, it's, it's absurd, the idea that, you know, because obviously our whole life has not been free. They're just normalizing the step up to complete dystopian uh, technocracy and tyranny. It's all America, freedom, Donald Trump, and I'm going to get my information from Fox News that's owned by Australian liberals that are actually uh, atheists that are palling around with Hillary Clinton. But, you know, that's the big America. I'm so tough and conservative because I listen to Australian atheist Jews or whatever. Yeah, controlled opposition on either, yeah. either side. And so it's just, I mean, but now people are with, independent you know, media was, too. Sorry to interrupt him, but it's independent media too. There's a, so much controlled opposition out there. Just a dramatic amount of controlled Gosh, opposition. Yeah. Oh, yeah uh, somebody who just happened to uh, become uh, RFK Jr.'s uh, director of communications. But anyway, <clears throat> carry on. I, I cut you off there. Yeah. So when it comes to this selection, I did, you know, I haven't been doing very many videos recently, as you know, I've been getting burned around the homestead. Then I had a pit bull almost take my finger off. And amazingly enough, uh, my finger came back. Although and I would thank Mike Adams for making a video on having something similar happen to him. So thank you, Mike, because uh, I was 
probably about one in a million odds of being at the spot where I have my hand again. Yeah, so, definitely shout out to our friend Mike Adams at Na- Natural News and uh, Bright Yon and the Health Ranger. If uh, I, everyone already knows who he is, so I don't need to even. Yeah, they all. That. Yeah, so I mean, but you know, and I forgot the question. But going back to the election, you know, I had a lot of time to think as I was laid out for all this, and and I, I my base case on this really has been to give credit to Roger Stone because I think he was the first person to really put this out there in terms of you'd have a Biden step down at some point, maybe after the primary is already done, so that way they can't you know have another primary, and then you know they need to have Kamala be in there for you know maybe a day or two as a token first black woman, even though she's Indian and not black. Uh, but then you have to then replace one black woman for another black woman. So then, or supposed woman and uh, Michelle Obama. Yeah. And then, you know, since it would bet. And then, so I'm thinking it's either going to be Michelle, dare I say Hillary. I mean, I don't, I think she's going to obviously make a big vibe for this. You'll have Gavin Newsom be the vice president. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be Hillary at all. I definitely, yeah, Gavin Newsom sounds like the most likely. He's doing like trips to China to meet with she, and then she's meeting him in California. Some weird stuff's going on there. Yeah, and then so, but then if you have a black man in the White House, like, like having uh, Michael Obama being the first black man, I mean, Barack was only half black, and his yeah. name was, real name was Barry Zotero. But to, so yeah. then it then helps with the race baiting to say, oh, you know, it's, you know, people are only pissed off about what's going on because there's a black woman in the White House. Yeah. Uh, and it's, oh, because she's black and she's a woman. And, and it's going to be about all these other things. And then maybe, and then now this part I did postulate several months ago saying that they would start kicking Trump off the ballot in a few different battleground states that would be very close, but happen to lean left. And so then that way, uh, you know, Trump will essentially have to run the table. And then had he won one of those other states, he would have, you know, in quotes, won. And so they're going to do what's ever going to piss off the most amount of people and foment the most amount of anger. And so I think for the system, they're going to get all the MAGA people completely riled up. And then they're going to try to maybe even backdoor in like a Nikki Haley, uh, which at this yeah. point doesn't seem like a very big prediction because uh, you can see the whole power structures and the Jamie Diamonds of the world and uh, Larry Fink's of the world going out and like pushing this uh, w- complete warmonger. Uh, I'd rather have Biden in there than, than having Nikki Haley. Uh, well, because obviously Bi- Biden obviously isn't writing the laws or doing any of that kind yeah. of stuff. He's obviously he's got dementia and he's like pooping his pants in front of the Pope. But Nikki Haley um, actually has... Uh, views of her own that are extremely dangerous at the end of the day no matter who wins is bad but uh, I mean Nikki Haley is basically calling for a world war that we must go and support Israel she's her name's not even Nikki Haley and she says that every pseudonym should be exposed worldwide and everyone should have their social media connected to government ID so that they can't might go as well by be Hillary pseudonyms. Clinton. might as well be Hillary Clinton I mean there's yeah. really not too much difference she uh, is a complete see you next Tuesday and honestly I I, I can't even hold back she's a, a piece of fucking shit I, she's a cunt I'm sorry language but an absolute fucking cunt I mean every time Time you listen to this bitch talk on TV. To, I don't know if anyone saw the Tucker Carlson bit, but it's just unbelievably stupid. Like this woman is basically a Lindsey Graham Warhawk, a John McCain Warhawk, but even jumps to another level in some ways, which is insane to even think of. Because I mean, she's more of like a John Bolton type. Because, I mean, Lindsey Graham and John McCain were huge warhawks. Nikki Haley seems to be wanting to take the cake on this one. Um, I mean, she's more of a John Bolton type character where she's like, just level Iran, level China, level Russia, level all these countries. It's like, what is seriously wrong with someone to actually 
push like such a, a viewpoint. And, and Trump, say, you know, contemplating Nikki Haley as a vice president is just like the stupidest thing I've ever heard, too, which is a real story. I, I thought that, that was I satire. That. I thought it was satire. He's actually contemplating his his team. His election team has already said that they are contemplating Nikki Haley as a running mate. And it's like, OK, if anyone is Vivek Ramaswamy, who, of course, Vivek is extremely sketchy and changed every viewpoint he had from like a, a year and a half ago, suddenly when he ran for president, very questionable, um, stole Obama's speech when he was on the debate stage, super weird stuff and worked for a pharma company, I believe, and like was promoting vaccines into 2022. So, yeah, big problem there. Um, but of course, you, you know, that's probably the most likely positive scenario for Trump would be running with Vivek Ramaswamy. But again, it's just a waste of time to even go out there and, and you know, put a piece of paper in a box and say, I vote to enslave my neighbor because I think I know better than him. No matter what side you're on and no matter how right you might be, these things have to be done consensually and they, it, they have to be done by withdrawing from the system instead of using the same system that's fucked us over and over and over again for centuries to fix the system it makes no sense it, it's absurd and um it's a good way to die hard and of course you know we have um you know rfk jr as well die running hard as and, vote, and vote, vote harder in the sequence vote harder <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it. and and you know we, we have rfk jr um running who has completely lost the plot uh del bigtree is now his director of communication as of today um and but he, he, he is he he just announced it today and um, of course, no um, way. RFK, I know. And RFK Are Jr., I, I liked a lot of what he said. I've had, I've been in communication to some degree with him over the last few years. But, you know, it, it, the fact of the matter is he lost the plot so hard, not just with the terrain thing versus germ theory, which he believes in germ theory, but also um, with the fact that we have, um, you know, Israel as one of his main things where he's kissing up to the disgusting, uh, you know, slobby Rabbi Shmuley, who his name sounds like what he looks like, um, who is going around faking hate crimes on himself and taking disgusting shirtless videos of himself and selling his daughter's sex toys online. Yes, it's a real thing. Uh, RFK Jr. has lost the plot on Israel so much. It's not that it, you have to support, you know, everything that what the leftists support when it comes to that. You don't have to support every Palestinian because obviously there's a lot of bad ideas that go around everywhere. But the idea of blindly supporting Israel, which killed his father and his uh, and his uncle, it's beyond crazy and um, self-destructive. So yeah, uh, RFK Jr. totally lost the plot. Um, and you know, I, I, it should have been obvious when he was, um, having parties with his wife where his wife was demanding that people, uh, wear masks and show their vaccine passport to get in. So again, um, I'll take a loss on RFK Jr. I never said, I, I thought he should be president. I never support any politicians, but I, I did say that he was a good guy for a while and he, he's totally, you and I did, you and I did get into some heated debates where yeah. I was pointing out the, and the thing I, one of my, his wife, Cheryl Hines, one of my favorite shows, I'm not even a TV guy was, is Curb Your Enthusiasm, which yeah, is where, same. you know, her big, uh, you know, fame kind of came from. And, but I'm like, you know what, if you aren't smart enough to realize that the person that you're marrying is making people having COVID tests to get to your holiday party, uh, if you can't, if the biggest decision of your life is who you marry and you marry someone like that, then you're not smart enough to become a president. So, you know what, it, everyone in alternative media that gave me shit and everyone, I mean, luckily you've come around on this, but 
so many people wanted to hold their hopes out, like, oh, this time it's different. Like we've got yeah. someone. And to be clear, uh, I never, ever, ever thought he should be president. I just thought it was good yeah, to have yeah. him as a on a on a pulpit talking about a lot of this stuff in mainstream media, which I still think was good in a lot of ways. It helped a lot of people, but it brought people blindly into the arms of someone who is then saying we need to uh, kill everyone in in Gaza, essentially, and uh, is pulling the same bullshit as Ben Shapiro and uh, Jordan Peterson. Yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, I mean, I think he said something else like along the lines of if a bill or camera came across my desk to ban guns or AR-15s, I would do it. But I know that that would never come across my desk. So yeah. uh, it's just a hypothetical, but I would do it. And so I'm like, all right, yeah, like on the one hand, you can't <laughs> defend him and say, oh, well, he said, you know, it probably never happened. But he, I mean, it should be that's just a complete non-starter. Same reason why I left the Libertarian Party in 2016 when you had Gary Johnson's running mate, Bill Weld, said that AR-15s, sorry, handguns are more dangerous than AR-15s and need to be banned. I'm like, you know what, we can't even, in this time, I paid no attention to any of this stuff. Actually, I wrote in just to piss off everybody because I'm like, you know, I'll piss off all the anarchists by voting. I'll piss off uh, the libertarians, even though it's a delegate for the party. I'll piss off the Republicans. So I actually wrote in Kanye West in 2020, not knowing that, you know, that would become now like the big racist vote to uh, to put that in there. So if you're out there, yay, yay. Uh, I'm one of the only people that probably voted for you out there in 2020, <laughs> just to signify, I knew it was going to get stolen. And in the PowerPoint that I had in 2020, I had the states that they, that they would steal in February, 2020, Anarcha And the only state that I missed was Georgia. Um, so it wasn't just, you know, pulling random things out of the air. I knew how they were going to do this. And I used to live in Maricopa County, knowing that that is one of the apex centers of all yeah. this crime. And so if, well, like literally the guy in charge of that, uh, behind who now the current governor but who's also there fraudulently but the person who was in charge of that literally his name was william gates uh so you have a guy named a different bill gates but a different william gates running the election and uh you just steal one county and you steal the entire state and, he, right. and so really you just steal you know six major counties in the country and you steal the entire election but ultimately it doesn't matter if the person that you're putting in there then votes to lock everybody down and pushes vaccines on everybody or, you know, in terms of being the godfather of the vaccine and then has more debt in four years than Obama and eight, you know, so I don't, Absolutely. the road to hell was paved with good intentions. So I don't care how good the intentions are. It's about the result. Was I more free or less free? Never been less free. And uh, yeah. We've always, yeah. we're always losing freedom every time we decide to, um, and I always, I, I correlated a lot with um, the idea of you have a neighbor, you have another neighbor Two of the neighbors get together and they come to your house and they say, hey, um, I need you to fix my kitchen cabinet. And you're like, well, I don't want to do that. And they're like, well, it's uh, two versus one majority rules. Uh, again, if 51% of people vote for something, it doesn't mean that it, it it's consensual for the 49% of other people to have it enforced on them, no matter how good an idea. Good ideas don't require force. All good ideas can be um, created voluntarily in a voluntary society uh, by a voluntarist, um, you know, uh, a group of people who are willing to come together as individuals, not a collective of, of, of slaves to do it. But uh, I wanted to move on from the election stuff because I hate the election stuff so much. It just it drives me crazy. But it is uh, a lot of people want to hear our thoughts on it. And I think it's important. Um, yeah, it's not going to end well. <laughs> like that, No matter what is what happens, it's not going to end well. But um, with that said, uh, but you know it, it can it can end well because as people start waking up and realizing, oh wow, like you know what, maybe one of the options is the fact is that if our money, you know, as it's being hyperinflated away or, or inflated away currently, 
if our if the fact that Armin, you see, you know, creature from Jekyll Island behind me. If if anyone watching this uh, hasn't read that, you know, I can't recommend that enough because you have to understand everything. Ultimately, comes down. I mean, that kind of starts with a spiritual, religious, and then kind of comes down from there. But yeah. then money is very high up there, and the fact that our money, if we're <clears> the only two people on Earth, and I create the first hundred dollars, the only hundred dollars, and let you borrow it for three percent interest one year loan at the end of year one, you owe me $103. You cannot pay me $103 if I only created a hundred and that's all that exists. And so that is what our money system is currently like. And so that's why the very first podcast I ever made in 2016 says, yeah. I don't care the week Trump got elected. I said, I don't care if there's a thousand things I want Trump to do. And he does 999. If he doesn't at least use the bully pulpit to expose the fraud that the money that we call the currency of the U S dollar is not, that system, unless that system ends and is replaced by something that's decentralized, we're never going to be free. And so the fact that our money is privately owned by central bankers, I don't give a shit about all yeah. the other issues. Exactly. If my kids and my grandkids are going to be slaves to these bankers. And so, you know, but more and more people are realizing this. The guys like Mike Adams now are realizing this, having decentralized TV, having ways where guys like you and me can't be kicked off of Facebook, can't be kicked off of YouTube because we right. need to have technologies that prevent us from being kicked off because ultimately it's not about fighting the Federal Reserve. The best way to fight them is to have this other technology, which is whether it's privacy coins yeah. or Bitcoin, something that you control, that they cannot actually just go into Absolutely. your wallet, take your money, shut your bank down, turn us off. They want to turn us off. They want to have us be dependent uh, and it's going to come down to a food thing. Yeah. They want to get that dependence through food. And so. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, Tim, uh, one of the ways that they'll also distract us from this very obvious issue, the central banking system, inflation, all these things, the creation of currency is, of course, with, um, you know, riots and people fighting against each other in the streets and killing each other and the divide. So everyone's busy fighting each other and still instead of looking at the real enemy and the people that are fighting each other are the um, the, the subjects, the the end result of this money printing and this chaos and the, the poverty we're seeing and the, the, all the robberies we're seeing uh, is, is, is very much connected to the inflation rate and all these other things. But also, you know, I, I, we have elections all over the world and we have a uh, geared wilders in the Netherlands. Everyone's like, yeah, he's so great. He's anti-woke. Um, but here's the problem. He, and he was imprisoned and he was indicted and all that kind of stuff, but <clears throat> he still sucks Israel's dick. He's a, he loves Zionism. Then you have, Javier Malay in Argentina, who I love most of what he says, but he calls himself an anarcho-capitalist. You cannot be an anarcho-capitalist and be president of country. Now, is he destroying the central bank? Yes. So that does have a huge impact. But then who started usury? Who started spreading usury all over the world? Who controls the money supply in, in such a huge amount of ways worldwide? And who are the people on the, like, if you look at the board of, of governors and the people that work at the Federal Reserve, what country are they also citizens of dual citizens of Israel and Javier Malay is a huge Zionist dick sucker. He loves Zionism. He loves Talmudic Judaism. He and it, which isn't even really uh, Judaism. He loves the state of Israel. And one of the first things he did was when he was elected, he said, "I'm going to Israel. I'm going to go visit the Holy Land, touch the wall, wear the little tiny hat, and and do all that kind of stuff." Now, look, I don't give a shit if you're Jewish or not. If if we're dealing with a state that is mass murdering people. And that, that's what they're doing. It's evil and you cannot support it as if you are, are true to your religious beliefs, not 
what uh, you know, Benjamin Netanyahu is quoting out of the Bible. Um, you have to remember what Amalek has done to you, and he's promoting um, killing men, women, and children, including uh, infants suckling at the teat, all their cows, all their food, Isn't that all not their even animals. His real name too. That, yeah, it, no, I know. And um, well, I know um, Javier Malay also has another name. It's like uh, it's the same last name as Benjamin Netanyahu's family member's last name, if you actually go back. So it's crazy. He was a member of the World Economic Forum, and he just joined the Paris Accord again after getting rid of all these parts of government. And again, getting rid of the central bank. Beautiful. I love it. I love seeing him take down all these different departments, the Department of Education, well, welfare, well, we'll all this kind of stuff. With the dollar. I mean, yeah, well, like, yeah. it's going to be a competing currency. But yeah, starting off with the dollar is also really silly. And it's just a losing battle in that case. You need to withdraw completely and not keep things in place or else it just doesn't work. But it's still not anarcho-capitalism. So the point is, voluntary like cooperation there. is how we do Yeah, things. I feel like he's there for like some sort of control. No, I haven't paid very much attention to him because you know anytime one of these yeah. people get up there you know if he was for real he probably would have been assassinated by now so i feel like he's there for some sort of controlled opposition to have their economy implode and be like look they tried to go like the libertarian route and look what happened to them and yeah you, know, exactly. you see guys like klaus schwab even saying like one of the greatest evils is libertarianism um you know and, and so even tucker now, carlson recently said that um libertarian economics makes no sense and is is it doesn't work and is stupid or something along those lines and it's like really like well, have you never really looked into it you're a ron paul supporter back in like 2009 what are you talking about but again it's just it's it's i mean and tucker carlson was supporting hillary up until uh trump was in office and so i was at two different financial conferences that sponsored me to be at, at a fan they're recruiting me to be at a, a financial conference one was in 2015 one was in 2016 and both of them had uh tucker carlson and his little butt buddy uh paul bagalia up there so for, to recreate like a crossfire the, the thing. oompa loompa from the left yeah yeah and they both and like and he was telling a room full of basically a room a big room, like thousands of people there of uh mainly you're looking at probably average age probably 58 white dude republican financial advisor and he's telling that room listen calm down hillary she's not that bad uh you know what she's really quite moderate you guys don't really have too much to yeah. worry about and so yeah i'm glad that he's coming around to some things but uh you know he still has some work if you're if still as of the last you know two go rounds ago you were still advocating hillary and, P and i'm sure people in the comments are probably like oh this guy's full of shit and why don't you prove it or something like that yeah. but you know he said it uh, well, he also twice. just had Kevin Spacey on his show and, and, you know, he's part of the new group, but it's like Tucker Carlson and Elon Musk. And we have to all bow down to this. David Icke has been doing an amazing job and another shout out to David Icke. He said something that I'm really honored to, to have gotten from him uh, last night. He uh, commented and he's taking a break from Twitter. He was exposing the alternative media, which he's done on camera with me in, in the past, but he, he wrote to me, you are one of the genuine ones, mate. It's a pleasure to know you, which was just a really honor. It's it's an honor to get that from him because he is exposing so many of the independent medias that are um, just creating some false god, this antichrist-like figure among Elon Musk, who is wants to put brain implants in people and 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 you know give everyone self-driving electric cars that could bring you to the gulag. And I've already reported on the fact that cars are being hacked into, and um, governments want control over your gas pedal and your steering wheel, and they already have it in a lot of ways through the computer systems. And on top of that, he says himself that he's trying to finish what his uh, grandfather started, Joshua Haldeman, who, of course, started the Technate Party, which called for a global technocracy. So again, we could say he's pro-human and he says he's uh, pro-human. It's just words. If you listen to him talk, he doesn't sound like he knows much. Actually, There's only one like, thing. 
there's there's one more thing. So I recently, you know, started reading the Bible, and that's one of the things where you know, mind, body, spirit. I was really good in the mind, the body part, but then yeah. the spirit. Now you're a lot better in all this stuff than me, especially the ancient civilizations and you know, going back to like ancient uh, Egypt. And but wasn't isn't set sort of like the bad guy character or uh, like the uh, very uh, bad, like, yeah, sort of it's God, like, like satanic, storm, yeah. sort of like bald out. Well, yeah. uh, now I haven't heard anybody in alternative media mention this. And the other day I was, uh, for some reason I was looking up something on SpaceX. So SpaceX actually isn't the name of the corporation. It's actually, it's uh, it's space. I think I'm going off the top of my head. It's split space exploration technology corporation. It's set corp. So, so SpaceX, literally the acronym is set Corp. Now, is one of the smartest guys in the world who knows everything. You think, you think it's some coincidence that the guy that wants to put brain implant, and that doesn't mean that there isn't a lot of things that he says that I don't agree with, or I don't find, or I find funny, or that I just like Donald Trump. A lot of things he says I find funny, or yeah, a lot of totally. things he says I agree with. And that's I was just talking to a Mexican last night who here in Mexico asked me. Um, do you like Trump? And I'm like, I, I, it's a complicated, I went into it and he's like, I love Trump. He said, he, he's like, he's so funny when he tells people at the debate that their wife, wife is a dog. And I'm like, yeah, that is yeah. hilarious. But I mean, it doesn't mean he should have the ability to bomb countries, but yeah. but yeah, just one more thing. And the people are like, Oh, what do you think about his self-driving car? I'm like, Oh, the self-driving car, cyber truck, that's bulletproof. And so when you're in it, you can't even like shoot your way out of it. And then exactly. I can go just take it to the gulag. Uh, and then, you know, his other company is owned by Setcorp, uh, yeah. you know, so it's just like, okay, yeah, Setcorp, uh, you know, I think SpaceX is, you know, who knows if they're really yeah. using that for, you know, different types of laser systems or weapon <laughs> systems. Uh, I think that that, you know, it's not, and again, not to say there isn't things he says I agree with, but, you know, let's remember he got his start pretty much from Obama, or I guess it depends on where you want to, but I mean, the big rise yeah. in his wealth really came from tesla which really came from all these obama grants that were given out and wouldn't and you know at the same time i mean he was the one the biggest proponent of carbon taxes of anybody and so the guy that was pounding around the left you know loving greta Thun i mean he was one of the few people he's following was greta thunberg well i guess and luke radowski but on twitter but you know here he is <laughs> as this guy darling of the left for so many years and now he's trying to get the right and so of course, great controlled opposition. I mean, there's like level 200 IQ type people. And, and he is like tiptoeing around everything. Like in the Alex Jones thing, um, he was tiptoeing so much around um, the issue of the World Economic Forum, for example, and like refusing to really actually say anything negative about it. He just said, I don't think we should have a world government, but um, I think a, there's a reason for the World Economic Forum. And I think they do a lot of good things. So that's their intent. But, you know, some things might go a little too far. And it's like might. Yeah, it takes the eyes off of like Bilderberg and takes the eyes off like Council on Foreign Relations. It yeah. takes the eyes off Chatham House in, in England. It takes the eyes. So I think it's Have taking a stock, the eyes off. And these, Thank yeah, for international settlements. Carnegie found, yeah, found it. Yeah, no one talks about the big international settlements yeah. besides, you know, you and I and John and like a few other people out there. Uh, but that's where all this stuff is going to come from, uh, is the Bank of International Settlements, is the top bank at the very, very top. It's its own country in Switzerland. And when's the last time you've ever seen that talked about in a presidential debate yep. stage? Oh, in the presidential debates. No, you got to watch that? Wham, where I go to the front door of the building in Switzerland and flip, flip them off and take photos of all the privacy coin and Bitcoin stickers all around the building. Because unless you're there and you see it's a building literally shaped like the Tower of Babel and it's designed as uh, that way. 
unless you're there, or you see that, or you're aware of it, or some or you've watched our show, or a couple other shows, maybe Mike Maloney or someone like that, then you don't know that it even exists. So yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's it's an extremely important part of this uh, of this puzzle. Yeah, and people did do perish for their lack of knowledge, but I think you'll have a CBDC ultimately at the top that is going to be made up of other CBDCs, and so you'll have what you know the special drawing right. Uh, which is you know something that they've talked about for years, and so you'll still you'll have like a United States CBDC, and you'll have Mexico CBDC, and you'll have a Chinese yuan CBDC, but then those will all get tied together supranationally above, and so it will be sort of like a stealth one world currency. And we basically already have a one world currency; it's called the dollar, and and they're replacing that system for an even more totalitarian system. Yeah, bricks. because it is now much easier, as Zbigniew Brzezinski said, is much easier now to kill a million people than to control a million people. But of course, while they're killing us, they also want to be able to control us as well. And so this is it's a, it's a multi-front attack on many different levels. But, you know, we're not here to be doom and gloom. I mean, what's the worst they can do? Uh, you know, kill us, take us out. Oh, okay, well, then I'll come back again to, to play in this video game and then be even more... Uh, uh, stronger and learn the lessons next time to finally defeat this evil right. because ultimately you know the reason why there is this evil and that sounding cliche is that good men do nothing and there's been way too many people that are too focused on football and too focused on what's going on i don't think i've watched the super bowl in like three or four years i don't think i've i've used to be addicted to syracuse university basketball i don't think I've, i used to know like every player down to like the sixth graders that they were recruiting and like who was coming up to the system i couldn't tell you the name of one person on that team, Tim, right this now. is going to date was... me a little bit, but uh, the last time I watched the Super Bowl was when the Janet Jackson Justin Timberlake thing happened, and that was like <laughs> must have been like twenty something. We're like, years oh my ago. god, a titty! I can never watch this again. I can't <laughs> yeah. believe it. That wasn't even really a titty. It's got big. She had big metal. Actually, things I wasn't watching. I, I was uh, playing poker during like the halftime, <laughs> so I didn't even see it uh, at that at that point. But you know, at the time, you know, I was probably in middle school. Or it wasn't high school, I don't. So I never thought it. It just wasn't something that I found attractive at all. But you know what? Whatever. <laughs> It was, it was it's like some but no but i actually used to watch football and i can tell you i mean i probably yeah. couldn't tell you the name of 10 players if you're like i'll give you a million bucks right now i mean i mean i could i know aaron Rodgers. i know um and he's basically doesn't even play right now because yeah, that's one of the other guys i could have named but yeah. uh and, and mainly that's because he called some other guy mr uh Mr. Pfizer. So I guess because of all the Travis Kelsey stuff being in the news, I didn't know who he was until all this. Okay, stuff. I know, I know who Travis Kelsey is because of all those, uh, that news. And then Peyton Manning's brother, what's his name? Whatever Manning, you know, it's something Manning. I don't know. It's, it's not worth knowing about. And it's not even, I mean, I'm a big, but, but, uh, it's, fan but of you know, if you film, know that but... stuff, great, but, but you should also know about all the other ways you're getting fucked in the ass by the yeah. government seven ways to Sunday on every single thing that's going on and trying to do something about it. And then if you want to unwind fine, but you know what, it's not manly to be like, yeah. Oh, I can just like rattle off every single stat to going back to 1968 on the NFL, but then having no idea about what's going on with anything else uh, you know, that's they, they want to use that as, a, as basically the soap opera for men and then, you know, contain the guys through Disney, which is ESPN is owned by Disney. And, well, and so, you then, know, Tim, that actually brings me into the next thing, because uh, I mean, they need dumb people to create weak people. And I mean, one of the ways I see that is you go through anything like Instagram or TikTok or whatever. People have TikTok brain and they ask people on the street um, if a car is going 80 miles per hour. Uh, how how far do they end up going in one hour? 
or how long does it take for them to um, go 80 miles? And these girls are like, uh, I don't know, like 10. Like it, it's just uh, it's insanity. But that's a real thing. And like a lot of people, a huge amount of people can point to the United States on the map and they're in the United States. I mean, it's scary. But, you know, with that, I wanted to move on to the woke movement, because I think the woke movement is totally going to implode in 2024. And the reason for that is because you cannot put weak, weak people in the middle of a world war. You cannot put weak people in a catastrophe, the likes of which we're about to see in an economic collapse when everyone's poor. You can't have woke people in that situation. You need trust fund privileged, you know, college and university students um, for a, a proper woke movement to actually happen. And then that eventually implodes into the downfall of Western civilization. So um, I think in 2024, we are going to see the woke movement implode entirely and not entirely, but uh, like for the most part, uh, all these like ghoul looking people with weird makeup and crazy hair and piercings, 15 piercings in their lip. Um, talking about how they are a them, they, whatever, and how they want to want representation and be, be respected, even though they don't even respect themselves. Uh, I don't think a lot of those people are going to make it very far when um, they, of course, it's all false flag operations, but when there's bombs dropping, when they are being drafted because they said that they identify as a man and now they have to go to war and fight in a war um, while walking around with their, you know, blue hair. I mean, good luck. I, I just don't see how that's going to work out. And I think that's going to totally implode. Uh, I want to kind of uh, bounce through a few things here um, because we're kind of running out of time. And I wanted to also just quickly at the very end, go over some of the things that we got right um, from last year, which is most of them, but um, just run through them. Uh, is there anything you want to talk about as far as the woke movement, Tim? Oh, I mean, I guess you could talk about the Bud Light stuff real quick where, yeah. you know, you've seen that completely implode. And and actually what I've also seen now is that I feel like a lot of people just in general, uh, you know, you've seen, I think there's a lot of people just drinking less beer just even in general. But I, I don't like the fact that people who have boycotted Bud Light, then they go buy like other brands of Budweiser type beer. I mean, you're like, yeah. okay, great. Like you're really starving Budweiser by then going and buying other beer that they Or Miller own. or Labatt who also, you know, uh, donate to all these trans kids charities as well, I believe. And you know, and I think you are starting to see now where some like this, there is like a, like this health movement that's coming up when you even see guys like, you know, Dana White of the UFC who kind of represents like a, you know, bigger tough guy uh mentality obviously being president of the ufc and now he's sober and you know talking about all of his health uh stuff that he's going through right now but he's also just and... got a big sponsorship with bud light so there's also yeah. that uh, go, all right well you know what <laughs> i didn't know that oh go fuck him so yes yeah, it, it, tucker carlson right, there, interviewed there, him and he's like there, there, i think there, everyone there, should get a vat of bud light and ch chug it it's the most patriotic beer um, just because they made one mistake doesn't make it make that change. All the other companies are way worse with the uh, Dana with the White just stuff. said that, or yeah, was it, uh... Dana White said that. Uh, and then Tucker was like, "I thought we should be boycotting it," and he's like, "No, we should be drinking as much of it as we can." So yeah, I mean, there's two sides because all these people speak out of both sides of their mouth. But um, yeah, but I mean, I guess you know if he is advocating that he's you know now sober and he's also doing all the, I mean, he right. looks great. I saw him in an interview with Gary Brecca from uh, 10X Health, and so you're starting to see people just like, hey, you know, the system's trying to push all this stuff on us why are they trying to push it on us because they're trying to keep us in this bread and circus type mentality and you know everybody wants to be woke until you know you've got like a gunman coming in and you need to have you know a guy coming in to go and stop them or put them down or uh when i had a dog a pit bull go and attack my girlfriend's dog well you know what i 
that doubt one of these, you know, liberals on the left are going to go and risk getting their freaking finger getting bitten off by this other dog to save their do- save their girlfriend's dog's life. So yeah, all these girls that want to have a woke guy, yeah, it's going to yeah. be real great up until they get jumped or some some. Oh yeah, actual- it's so ridiculous. All these all these uh, women that I see online, I don't need no man, and I'm like, you don't need, really, <laughs> because uh, I'm pretty sure they invented almost everything that you use on a daily basis and are the ones that. Um, you're going to want to send to war because you don't want to go to war and, and fight on the ground. Uh, when when um, someone breaks into your house, it's good to have a man around. And this isn't misogyny. It's just reality. And, you know, we have two things. We have two sides here, um, woman and man, and both are equally important, but in different ways and naturally. And we have to understand that. And, you know, people have totally lost the plot with this kind of stuff. And, you know, I think it comes from women being told their whole life that they're a victim or that they're a princess. It's one or the other. One is overly full of themselves. The other um, thinks that everything everyone ever does is everyone's fault but theirs and won't take, you know, responsibility. So I think, you know, there's a, a, that has been pushed on people by culture and indoctrinated into people's heads by the school system, media, et cetera. And just by parents, no parent has a rule book on how to do things. And it depends on the kid and all that kind of stuff. But uh, no parents can really just read a book and, and show them, you know, exactly what to do. So a lot of parents, like they think they're doing the right thing and they're over coddling and creating this image in a girl's head that she's either can't do any wrong or that the whole world's out to get her. And the reality is the whole world's out to get all of us all the time. And it's how we react to it and grow with it to make positives of that. And no one's life is easy. And we're, you know, that's why I think, you know, every time we have something positive happen in our life, it's just such a beautiful feeling because, you know, (laughs) there's so much shit in everyone's life but it's just part of the learning experience it makes us better people and stronger people and a lot of people don't know how to learn from that they just keep getting feeling worse and worse and worse all, all the time um and i'm not immune to that myself i don't think anyone is but um you know in the face of the evils we're dealing with today you cannot be woke and 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 you know survive again it's it's hard times create strong men <laughs> and we've heard that so many times and strong men create Good times, good times create weak men, weak men create hard times. Now, um, we are between weak men and hard times. We're not in good times anymore. The good times were like ended in the 90s, basically. Um, we are in the um, you know weak men period and we've been weakened and uh, convenience, a tyranny comes under the guise of convenience. And now we're going into very, very hard times and God bless that happening. I'm happy we're going into hard times. You know why? Because we have to. We have to learn or else we implode. And there's going to be a lot of implosion that we're going to be seeing. And that's why I think. Yeah, and darkness before dawn. So we need to be, it needs to get dark. It, well, it doesn't need to. It's just, unfortunately, this many people have waited for it. To, they didn't believe us before when we talked about how these things coming down the road. And now, I mean, it is very satisfying. I mean, unfortunately, it's not satisfying because I wish the stuff was stopped. But now in terms of other people that didn't believe us in this stuff, like normies, uh, I had one guy who's been in my life for a long time who, uh, a relative who told me, you know, uh, so I always thought I was crazy. Like in 2016, like, oh, you're an effing idiot if you think Trump's going to gonna win. And like I was, an, and then this guy never swears in 2020 how, uh, you know, I'm an idiot because I think he's going to lose. And then this time he was actually like, uh, you know what, I think it doesn't really matter who wins, you know, both. Uh, and this is, you know, this person. Yeah. Also. And so when you're seeing people have fatigue. Yeah, other people are finally starting to get it. Like, like you know what? Things keep, uh, no matter who wins, you know, the ball, the ball of tyranny is keep getting marched down the field. 
Uh, and so I think that that is a big positive. And, you know, and I, the, the reason I haven't been making lots of videos is I've been preparing myself. You've been out here. There's a whole homestead. There's actually been quite a bit done since the last time you were here. And yeah, so, actually, but, I want to get into here. that a bit with you right away, Tim. Uh, and uh, we're going to kind of end the video on talking about that because I think it's important because we need those solutions and all that. Um, and we need to be living by example and all that. But um, as I, I wanted to quickly, I don't want to really ponder on the pandemic thing too much because it's just we've talked about it to exhaust. But um, I believe that they're going to attempt a new pandemic in 2024. And um, with that, you know, we see white lung syndrome, which is just people with pneumonia who have autoimmune diseases who got injected. We also have uh, these calls for they're saying there's a new mutation and there, there's going to be um, uh, a new, uh, you know, heart targeting variant in 2024. All these experts, quote unquote experts, they got everything wrong for all these years. Um, they say that people are going to see massive heart problems going forward because of uh, a new pandemic. And I mean, we have the pandemic treaty. A lot of countries are pulling out of that, but it, it's just like, we know that they're going to try this again. And I believe in 2024, they're going to try it at least. I don't know how far along they can get, but I think they could get a little bit far. And we've already seen some places bring in lockdown restrictions in many countries around the world. We already see vaccine mandates back in a few places and mask mandates back in parts of Australia, uh, California, British Columbia, et cetera. So this is already happening. Tim, you have that up on your screen there. Death rates from rare heart condition surging among young Americans. So, so I saw this today on Drudge. And I, mean, I know, obviously, Drudge is controlled opposition and it's turned into a big dumpster fire piece of shit. But I just like to see yeah. sometimes what's mm -hmm. uh, going on. And so I'm like, oh, an article about how death rates among uh, young Americans are surging. And then I go down, I'm like, oh, maybe it's talking about the pandemic. And what do they say? What do they blame it on? They blame it on the op opioid crisis, the, op <laughs> the opioid crisis connection. So, you know, what? it's just like, you know what? And both of those things were created by the government in the yeah. first place. I mean, they, they brought in the opioids that were created in, by the way, China and, and sent to the through Mexico into the United States. And on top of that, and they ran it to people, especially uh, certain poor groups and, and um, you know, uh, could be karma for all the stuff that the British Empire did to China in the first place with the yeah. opium wars. And so now it's coming back. Uh, exactly. And way. and they're mass murdering people with these injections and all these heart attacks are mostly the injection. Come on. We are, we're seeing people die suddenly across the board. I had a friend in school um, that I knew that I, like this. Um, her parents used to, and this is a Filipino, Filipino girl. Her parents used to drive me home from school often in, in kindergarten, grade one. Um, and, and I'd stay at her house for a little bit, very nice parents. And both of her parents died within two months, uh, recently. And, you know, there's cancer, there's turbo cancers, there's all this kind of stuff. It's such nonsense to see this notion that it's just, oh, well, it, it happened before. If, if something happened before on a 1% scale to this, to a 100 time, 100 X scale, I mean, it's just give your head a shake if you don't figure out uh, figure it out at but, this point and i will say it is amazing what the human body can do when you are firing on all cylinders or giving your body what it needs to to heal i mean so there's obviously nothing that they talked about during the pandemic in terms of things you can do proactively but you know i should not have a finger right now my pinky finger should be off like it was yeah. absolutely horrific doctors all of them told me that to just take it off there's basically no chance and so I was doing things like fasting and then and having all of my resources to my body going to my finger. I was meditating. Uh, I was, you know, envisioning having that finger working again. I was throwing absolutely everything at it, you know, taking lion's mane for having the, uh, you know, nerve connection growing back in there, putting infrared in there, doing hot tubs, doing uh, uh, right. saunas, cold tubs, like throwing every single thing 
at this and believing and then eating healthy, didn't touch any sugar. Like I said, I, I was fasting, uh, actually gave up alcohol uh, right before this, but then that, that just helped and made it deal with the universe saying, you know what, I'll quit drinking, you know, give me the finger back. And then, you know what, it's, yeah. uh, it's, it, it is, at, so part of this is, you know, there is something out there. There is a God, there is a creator that then had me grow this finger back. Like it is absolutely yeah. crazy. Uh, and I don't want to post any pictures of what it looked like. Cause it'd be absolutely horrific. Yeah, I've seen it. It's uh, not, yeah, it's not, it's yeah, not pretty. You would. Yeah. Unless yeah, it's a good way to, to fast. Cause you'll see it like, Oh, like it felt yeah, like you, you took like a piece that. of like tape at like the end of your finger and like made it like an inch long and then like this hit a piece it looked like it just felt dead yeah, and now yeah, i've got yeah. more cool. feeling i've got more feeling in this finger now i can almost like feel like the weather and stuff like it's just like or any like kind of like blood pressure or anything and but you know this goes you're like to inspector show, gadget you're like putting it to your head you're getting radio signals but you know but it just goes to what <laughs> your body can do i mean your body can do amazing things and they want to say oh what we need to do is we need to cover our our uh face and we need to uh in which, okay, your body breathing in air is the most life sustaining thing that you could possibly do. Drinking water that is actually not poison and contaminated. One of the best things you could do. Grounding every day. One of the most important things you can do. Getting sunlight every single day. I mean, I, unfortunately, this is a brand new camera and I didn't adjust the white settings. And so I look uh, super washed out white right now on here. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, I do still have a pretty good tan regardless. But, you know, I'm out there every day. And one of the one of the main things from a health perspective that I said I would never do because I was addicted to it were sunglasses. And I always was wearing sunglasses I'm in Arizona pretty sunny place obviously but mm -hmm. i've gotten to the point now where because the problem is when you wear sunglasses it tricks your body into not thinking it's bright outside and so your body's not putting up defenses and so then that's why people get burned and and so then they want to put on sunscreen you're putting petroleum all over your body blocking out the natural life forces of getting vitamin d that then synthesizes in your body the right. vitamin d3 and then everyone's wondering uh, then it's like i'm the bad guy for not getting vaccinated when yeah. you know no one else is doing all these other things and so I, and I really do want to take this negative from getting the pitbull attack, turn it into a positive right. for all the things that I've learned now. And, uh, and actually, and, and I will say, you know, and, you know, thanks to Mike Adams too, for mentioning the lion's vein, because I think, you know, that's helped with the nerve growth uh, tremendously. But I think but that's something we all should be learning from. I mean, like clay, I've never heard of that before. It was like this Indian healing clay that sucked yeah. all the, uh, basically, because I was doing so many different things. On one hand, I had, oh, literally one hand, no pun intended, had to get the infection out, then, which mm. they said I could have sepsis and could die. I mean, literally like even 40 days into this, then I had to, you know, figure out how to get the nerve growth back, uh, connective tissue back. Then how do I, you know, heal the broken bone that's in there on top of it. And so none of this was listening to any, any doctors. I mean, every single doctor told me to just chop it off, even like 40, 50 days yeah. into this telling me to chop it off. So we all have the power to heal. It's, but the problem I also, I mean, I take your apricot seeds every single day, every single day. I'm taking a dose of the RNC store apricot trees. Actually, I'm, I'm going to be planting an apricot tree here uh, very shortly as yeah. well. And I so always got it right in front of me. Laetrile B17. Check the link below, my friends. But people, the thing is, I'm doing this as someone that is already incredibly healthy. People, what people want to do is they want to say like, oh, I want to wait until I'm like dying of cancer. And then I'll start taking, taking this or do the bare minimum on this. Yeah. No, you need to start treating your body as a temple yeah. now. And you need to start doing this stuff now, right now because you can't wait yeah. until it's too late. And if they do try hitting us with all these other pathogens or 5G coming at us, you need to be healthy. 
And, you know, I'm not selling anything health related right now, but, you know, one thing you can from a health related is making sure uh, people are educated on vaccines. So if there is one shameless plug, uh, my girlfriend uh, over at Learn the Risk is, you know, she's promoting her partnership programs. And those partnership programs are a way where if you donate every month, uh, that money is going to putting up billboards, it's going to putting up, allowing people to be their own uh their own activists out there, whether you're putting a card in someone's windshield, putting a card in a uh, gas uh, slot. And so, and right. they also have shirts like this thing. It's all a lie, but yep. you know, I'm not making any money from it. I'm, that's, that's just one of these things that were out there. And I'm actually starting a truth to freedom foundation where it's going to be uh, an education educational. And also there's going to be a component of it where I'm growing massive amounts of food to then be able right. to give away to people and creating this which, world of abundance, which you could find at uh, the Liberty advisor show.com by the way. And I, I still have one more prediction I wanted to throw out there before we uh, close it off with the, with all this stuff, Tim, um, is that I, I believe that there's going to be a, a huge rollout of uh, 15 minute smart cities in 2024. Um, it, I, I said the same prediction in 2023 and I was right because I ended up going to Oxford UK and I saw it happening and every single day they're putting in a new camera and they're putting in sensors in the road everywhere. And they were bringing in ULEZ across the board. And yes, a lot of people are tearing down on the cameras and all that kind of stuff but it, it, they're just coming back with more reinforced cameras i hope that people continue to fight back against this and i think well, they will tempe, but tempe arizona i mean they're turning that yeah. into a 15 minute city then <laughs> and new york and city they put up the sensors everywhere that fine you for driving in certain areas uh high congestion areas just like you with london and uh, amsterdam and and paris which they want to ban cars in the center of paris by the middle of 2024 by the way so again this stuff is happening at, at a scale and then in tempe uh the big school down there is asu that the president of ASU also used to be the head of simultaneously InQtel, which InQtel is a CIA's venture capital firm. So, I mean, yeah. there you go. Right well, there. I am doing a documentary on 15 Minute Cities, so you can check the gogetfunding.com campaign in the description if you want to help support that documentary. It costs a lot of money to do, and I still got a lot more interviews to do. But uh, And I also want to give a big shout out to those who uh, donated to, to my legal defense recently. Absolutely unbelievable show of support, and I truly, truly appreciate it. I'll talk about it on video in another video uh, soon on that subject because I've, I've just been blown away, and I really thank everyone who uh, helped because it's, I mean, it saved my life, really. But, um, and, and you know, you were talking about, you know, using bad situations to better yourself 2023 was one of the worst years of my life and 2024 the beginning of it isn't looking too good either but i believe that i could use this to make something very beautiful out of it and i i think i will and i i know i will and going forward it's all about using these bad situations there you go. take the think out of your vocabulary i know so you are. yeah 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 and and uh and and th that's the thing it's like it's the power of saying I am this, or I, I I do this, or I will do that, or I, I am going to do that instead of thinking, I think I will, or I'm not sure, you know, whatever, or saying something negative, like I'm going to be, uh, this bad thing is definitely going to happen. You, you do that, you're manifesting it into reality just by your own consciousness, because then you end up acting upon those things. There's but I, people still blaming Obama for like their current plot in life of where they're at. I mean, like, yeah, oh, it wasn't yeah. for Obama, you know, doing this for me. Yeah, take responsibility, my friends, you know, <laughs> we have to it's so important but um you know i just wanted to throw that blurb in um considering what tim was saying about growing back his finger i mean like there there's so much genius and beauty in the universe and and i'm a big believer in god and i'm very spiritual in that sense and i i i, I can go through a whole bunch of really hard times but i know that it always leads to something better because i've been through a lot of them before um but i want to lead out, out of this video with um and we'll talk quickly about a few more solutions after that kind of going all over the place but i wanted to mention um, you know, some of the, the predictions that we made last year and uh, going into 2023, these were done on, I think, um, December 29th of 2022. 
And, um, you know, I, I called for higher death levels in 2022 following VAX. That did indeed happen according to excess death numbers. And we won't find out all of those. We know up till um, July what those numbers are, but we don't know anything from July onward. But we know up to that point, the increase was huge. Um, you probably need to like 10x whatever those numbers are for yeah. the, for <laughs> yeah. the real numbers are. Exactly. And then you have, I, I mentioned, uh, you know, extremely fast rollout of CBDCs. We are seeing that. We did see that in 2023. We have Fed now. We have uh, the calls by the BRICS summit to create a global currency. We have the United Nations calling for a global digital currency. We have the unified ledger that they're trying to roll out. We have all these different things that are happening in the last year that are we're seeing places like Kenya go cashless with carbon credits and all that kind of stuff and cracking down on people with low carbon credits. Um, they, I, I said bank, banks crack down on anti-establishment figures as censorship ramps up. Well, that was a good, that was a good fucking uh, prediction because uh, Joseph Mercola, Dr. Mercola, Mercola uh, was hit, Kanye West was hit, um, Nigel Farage was hit, and then over a million other people um, were debanked due to their political views. So again, another thing that came true, unfortunately, I said inflation will skyrocket. We did see that in a lot of different places and a lot of places that people didn't even realize it because, um, you know, I've, I've been looking at food prices. I compare, for example, what I'll make on average uh, a year and a half ago versus today. And it was, you know, let's say it was uh, a bit less and I was being able to do twice as many things um, versus today where I, I, I'm eating inside all the time and eating pasta almost every day because I can't afford to go and buy anything, uh, you know, at a restaurant or, or even a, a small restaurant. I'm in Mexico for God's sake. So, I mean, it's, it's, it shouldn't be that hard, but it is. And it's actually so hard that uh, my life has been like, it just blew, it blew up in my face uh, as far as financially. So, uh, I mean, that is something that I know everyone's feeling in some way, shape or form to some degree when you go to the grocery store. So no matter what the official inflation numbers are, it's complete bullshit. Um, well, now they're saying inflation was going down. But as we reported last year, last January, I was on the uh, Bureau of Labor Statistics website where basically they used to have a rolling 24 months uh window and then they changed it to rolling 12 months and so basically a lot of the inflation was happening in 2021 to 2022 and so then if yeah. you kick off 2021 you're all things being equal you're going to have inflation going down and i wrote a book called how it's rigged and how they rig these numbers and so yeah they can paint and that's one of the problems how with trump is that he was as a candidate in 2016 and 2015 calling out a lot of the bs but then and how these things were rigged but then touting up the rigged numbers as, as a evidence of success to what he was doing and so you know it's all bullshit all these numbers yeah. are bullshit and then Absolutely. if they can fake and if if the real inflation number is 10 and they say it's five and the economy is growing at five well five minus a 10 percent inflation rate is a negative five right and so that is what they've been doing is that they've been taking this inflation number rigging it and then that leads to the gdp number and i'd argue the gdp doesn't matter anyways because it doesn't mean just because okay great like if we spend a bunch more money on all this um health care on, on school and food gdp goes up but we're not better it's basically off money it. laundering it's not even real they're just like they're just putting it back into themselves and claiming that it's gdp it's nonsense but uh i'm gonna shoot through a few of these really quick um I, I'm, you know, one of the examples, one of the things I, I mentioned was uh, supply chain is going to break down in many places. And it did. Um, we saw some of the biggest shortages in, in history 
all over the world. We saw um, panic buying of rice. We saw uh, wheat shortages, milk shortages, water, water shortages in a lot of places. We saw huge energy shortages. So uh, with this war, of course, now in Israel, the Red Sea is being shut down. Uh, Iran is taking control of it. I mean, it's it's going to get bad going forward. I believe in 2024, we're going to see massive uh, disruptions to the supply chain and the energy grid. I think that's part of the plan yeah, because gonna... that's how you get people on their knees desperate and begging for more uh, help from the, the state that enslaved them in the first place. Yeah, there's inflation and then there's you just can't even get the product because it's not there. And then imagine what the inflation will do there. And then they're going to have, you know, probably will have maybe add this on there. They'll add into some sort of uh, price controls. And then the price controls will be a way to, in quotes, fix the inflation from all these greedy corporations that are just raising prices. But then what that will mean is you just won't be able to get it. And so, exactly. you know, just like eggs, like right now, it probably costs me about $10 a dozen to produce organic eggs of, yeah. you know, feeding them super expensive, non-GMO, non-soy. And so I'm not doing this. It was nice being money, at your but... place, Tim, because it was nice to just like go and grab an uh, egg from the, from the coop because here in uh, Mexico, like the supply chain is much better in Mexico than the U.S. and other places. It's more close to home, Especially but for food, yeah. yeah. But I'm, I'm, I've been getting organic eggs, and they cost so much. And I'm like, I'm getting it for a dozen, and it's like ten dollars for a dozen uh, uh, organic eggs. It's insane. And and we're getting them like from companies that are literally just down the road from us. And now, what if they nearby. say, okay, you're not allowed to go sell eggs unless it's eight dollars a dozen? Well, if it costs you ten dollars to produce it, and it's eight dollars, and and yeah, you know what? It could be cheaper in lots of other places in yeah. the country that actually have grass. But you know, there isn't right. grass in Arizona, so you know, there's extra things we need to exactly. do out here. But anyways, you know, what? But stock up now on things while you can get them. I've been, you know, leveraging myself on buying up all the things yeah. I need now. So that way in the future, I already have it. So it's one of the most Real important things... things that people could do. So they're not dependent on the government later to get food rations with modified RNA that survives the digestive system, which they've got gotten out now. And they're putting in the meat in uh, many grocery stores. They are going for the throat. So people go um, and get their rations on their CBDCs with their carbon credits. And the only way they can access food is by doing those things and, you know, behaving and complying. But um, again, we have a Heaven's Harvest in the description. Um, use code WAM, W-A-M. We also have, um, uh, of course, our, our um, while, uh, prayer, I, I'm always getting this wrong for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, it's like it just doesn't stick in my head. But Wild Pastures um, is linked in the description. You could get meat sent to your door. Really good stuff. Organic, not modified RNA, no pesticides, chemicals, etc. But I'll, I'm going to shoot through a, a few more of these. Less national sovereignty is one of the things I said last year. Now, <laughs> that definitely happened. We have the United Nations call for a complete uh, control over lockdowns worldwide. We have the um, global unified ledger, they called for the global CBDC. All those things definitely happened. And um, with even things like FedNow and BRICS, um, those are good examples of that. Um, you know, we're seeing tensions with all these countries around the world as far as the supply chain goes, which also involves tariffs and all that kind of stuff. So definitely less national sovereignty. Um, you know, I said tensions will get crazier in Europe with Russia and temporary ceasefire uh, will be offered. That did happen. <laughs> Didn't work out. Um, and tensions are definitely getting worse in Europe. Um, I also said uh, private car travel banned in several major city centers. Definitely happened. Several major city centers completely banned uh, car travel, private car travel, except for um, certain commercial vehicles and um, being fined using the signs that have big C's on it in places like London. Um, if you want to drive through there in Oxford, you, if you drive through certain parts, you'll get like 1000 euro fines sent to you uh, thanks to the, the cameras getting your license plates. And I saw it for myself. I saw a woman accidentally 
turned down a street that only government taxis and buses could go down accidentally. But for her whole life, she probably lived there and it was always fine. And now this is all new. And she accidentally turned around the corner and she can't do a U-turn and boom, center of Oxford. She's getting fined a huge amount of money, which again will be in my documentary later. So that's happening. Um, I, I wrote uh, trans woke ideology faces backlash definitely happened. We're seeing if you just, uh, we mentioned this earlier, but I mean, you go on Facebook, for example, and every reaction to a trans post is laugh reacting. So it kind of shows, even though you can't comment, your comments get taken down and censored. You see the reaction just from the laugh react. Uh, I wrote Hollywood sees worst returns ever. That's, that's exactly what happened. Um, I said, gold and silver will spike alongside um, many uh, precious metals. Gold and silver, well, especially gold, saw records breaking this year, though with inflation, it's, it's debatable. But um, it, gold did see all-time highs at, at one point. Again, comparing with inflation makes it kind of difficult for us to actually say that that was a record high. But nonetheless, it did skyrocket a lot in 2023. And I wrote mass exodus from Facebook. We saw a massive exodus from Facebook to Twitter while the mainstream media claims that everyone is pulling away from Twitter. Now, X is going to be made into a banking system, which is really bad. Going into 2024, a lot of this will be exposed. Um, and they'll use it as a social network, social credit banking system in WeChat. 2024. And yeah, and exactly, just like WeChat and in China. And the X symbol is literally a Freemason symbol if you put them both together uh, side by side reflectively. So yeah, it's not um, the saving grace that a lot of people thought it would be. Um, and and uh, yeah, so those are a bunch of the predictions that I got right in 2022 into 2023 and Tim as well. And we went through a whole bunch of those things. And it's just, it's it's the end of a year, the beginning of a new year, doesn't actually mean anything. It's totally irrelevant. It's 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 all relative. Time is is a, a circular pendulum that is really is, there's no difference between. And it's not 5, even what the real New Year tomorrow. was supposed to be. Yeah, the real New yeah. Year was not supposed to be in January. No, <laughs> no, it's the beginning of the new moon, the new It's I won't go into all of it, but at the end of the day, time is irrelevant. Five thousand years ago is no different than tomorrow in the whole scheme of things, but. At the, at the same time, we all have to deal with the things that are happening in reality in our life. And, and that's why it's so important to be self-sustainable, to be independent. Freedom isn't something you hold in your hands. You are free or you're not. So we must withdraw from the system, withdraw from the banking system, which is enslaving us as much as we humanly can. Tim has a bunch of options for ways that you could actually uh, pull out of the system as much as you can financially and outside of financially with this Truth to Freedom um, a nonprofit that he's creating as well. So I urge people to go to the libertyadvisorshow.com and also check out the bit.ly link in the description if you want a free consultation uh, and, and sign up there. Um, again, very important going forward. Um, Tim, anything else to add to that? I mean, it, it, there's uh, there's so much that you're trying to do to get people to take responsibility in this way and you're doing it and you're you know building the greenhouse, you're um, growing your own food, you're, you're uh, you know, raising chickens and doing all this kind of stuff on land. Uh, what, what would you add to that? Yeah. Now this is now some people are like, Oh, he's some super rich guy. So he's able to do this. Well, I'm not. And, but I was able to do this because I've started from a very early age of always doing something. So, I mean, I remember when I was saving like ocean spray bottles and then just filling those up with water, for, like, which that's before I realized, okay, ocean sprays is a bunch of GMO cranberries yeah. and sugar <laughs> and fake stuff. And right. I don't touch that stuff anyways, but it goes to show there is something everyone could do, but the most, and then in 2018, lost my job for, you know, for refusing to shut up about a lot of the things that we talk about and refusing to shut up about Bitcoin. 
And, uh, you know, but I bounced back from that stronger. So the, most importantly, people need to be able to take control of their income and being able to work from anywhere and not being beholden to some big corporate Fortune 500 job that doesn't really care about them anyways and can just shut them off. And so there's things that people can do to uh, put themselves into a place where they can make more money and then make money in a way doing things they love and then taking that money, that composting fiat that's going into nothing and then putting it into real things. Now, a lot of people have their money in uh, 401ks and in IRAs, and there's ways where they can, if it's already in that system, that we can get it into actual Bitcoin or we can get it into actual gold or silver or we can you know, hedge your bets in, in different ways because you need to find a way. It, now, it's going to be different if you're 25 versus you know 55 versus right. 65, 75, but you know, especially with people that are close to retirement, you need a way to get income, get income in a way where if there is a hyperinflation that that can reset with it. But then on the other side, have other investments, which I'm calling the those prices uh, reset investments. And I gave this presentation in 2019. So called uh, crisis investing or crisis retiring and how to do this when you're heading into a crisis. So it's one thing to say this before 2020 or sorry, after 2020, it's another thing to say it before. And so I've been trying to get people to put them on the path where you have one set of set of a bucket that's going to have your gold, yeah. silver, commodities, actual real things. It could be taking, and I even tell clients, hey, you should take money out from me and go get some chickens, or you should go get some storable food, or you should go prepare for this. And it doesn't matter if you have a million bucks with me, if you starve to death. I mean, so there's, th and I'm not trying to be that morbid about it, but there's things people can do. And for people that are, you know, ultra high net worth, there's things that they can do setting up these different types of foundations where you can literally have the government paying via tax, uh, you know, incentives, basically have them pay for your off-grid uh, bunker uh, survival retreat center, right. you know, as long as you're doing charitable work as well. So, you know, for super high net worth people, there's things that we can do. And for, you know, your average everyday person out there, there's things that we can do as well. But ultimately, you know, my main goal isn't about making more money. It's about, you know, freeing our kids or her grandkids from what is coming down the pipeline. And so that's why I want to focus more. I've always been a guy that's been trying to get the truth out there. And so, you know, the, the truth does evolve as, you know, consciousness and as understandings of things evolve, you know, especially as I'm, you know, researching uh, more to the spiritual realm. But, you know, I just want to share my wisdom on, you know, um, everything in, in terms of how things are really going on with the world to try to make the world a better place and be the example to other people. And I'm not perfect. I mean, uh, you know, I, I get angry sometimes too much. And so, you know what, that's something I need to change for next year is being more in a flow state and not getting, uh, and Josh has been sometimes a victim of the anger. So sometimes, sometimes I, so that's one of the things I need to work. So I'm not up here as some Pharisee saying, you know, I'm perfect. There's things that I need to change things that all of us can change, but you know what, it starts with working on all that. And so, you know, that's one of the things I'm committed to is, uh, you know, in addition to just learning more things, it's also about trying to become a better person and also yeah. being the example. And uh, and I do plan on documenting this journey through, you know, growing food and through everything we're up to over here. At a, it's not out yet, but it's a Truth to Freedom uh, show. And so we're going to have, you know, Truth to Freedom healing and Truth to Freedom, probably conspiracy and Truth to Freedom homestead and, and different like subsections. And we just filmed the first one 
Homestead, which is going to be the Jim Gale of uh, Food Forest Abundance. So really recommend people check that out. Tons of cool. great evergreen information once uh, that comes out. But I'm growing food in a place that is like the most inhospitable place pretty much to grow where you need a uh, jackhammer just to even get down like an inch. In the ground. But, yeah. you know, I'm going to show how we're going to transition what would normally thought of as bullshit land you can't do anything with. And we're going to turn that around. And, we, and, I, and I'm not saying I think we're going to turn around. I'm going to turn around and we're going to Right. to go through as many steps as we need to take as many versions of this to get there. And we're getting there. So absolutely and document and, it so others can do it as well. No. And it's, and it's really good stuff. And, you know, I've been on your land and it's just, you know, what you've been able to do from start to what you're doing now is insane. I mean, if people saw it, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that documentation as well. And, you know, we, we all have our issues that we have to get. I, I don't believe in new year's resolutions. I think it's nonsense. I, I think you should be able to start any day um, on certain things, but yeah, I mean, if I'm going to say anything, I'm turning 30 in 2024 and uh, I, I, what I, what I'm planning to do here is to not drink. And I mean, it's, it's something that is really difficult to do for a lot of people, but you, you know, look, it, it, we can excuse it with hard times and all that kind of stuff, but it all comes down to what's on our shoulders and what we do um, with the time here on earth and how much time we waste is also a big obstacle. Um, you know, going forward, there's so many ways that people can get prepared. And again, there's, uh, we have a bunch of options in the description. Again, if you look up the Liberty advisor show.com, make sure you spell it with an O R for those podcast, uh, you know, listeners right now, or anyone that's on a site where you can't ac access the link that I'm talking about, uh, in the description, uh, make sure to look it up that way. But, uh, okay. So there's storable foods, uh, again, har heavensharvest.com code wham W A M. You have the meat company with, um, wild harvest, which I urge people to go and check. Uh, well, I see, no, I, I need to again. sign. I need to, I, I feel bad. I need to sign up for that. And actually wild another pastures, I should have said, I don't know why I keep saying wild ha harvest, but wild pastures is linked in the description. I'm also not like a resolution guy. I'm just a guy who likes to go out there and do it. But I think as a resolution is I'm the only beef I'm going to, or the only meat I'm going to eat from now on is going to be beef. Uh, you know, I just can't yeah. trust any of the, uh, obviously, uh, pig products. No, well, they're putting modified and... RNA in this kind of stuff. And, you know, with wild pastures, again, if you guys use a link, it's 20% off for life plus $15 off your first box. And you can customize, you could use a grass fed and finished beef, uh, pasture raised pork, pasture raised chicken, wild caught seafood, whatever it might be. But again, it's no GMOs, no modified RNA, none of that kind of stuff. And it's directly delivered to your door. You save money versus a grocery store. So check that out, my friends. And you save the family farmers nearby in your locale because, it, it, I mean, they're under attack big time. And we're going to see that worsen in 2020. 24 as well but um again very important to support yourself and of course yeah because john Kerry says you know small farms and agriculture are, are yeah. you know, they all have to go and bill gates yeah, says, big you know, number, the number one number one thing is sustainable organic farming is gonna is you know, the big evil that's out there yeah so. and i remember when pink slime was such a big thing tim and and everyone was disgusted well they brought that back and no one even cares that, that's how much they've normalized us they put pink slime back in the food supply ground beef a lot of the time is pink slime a lot of the stuff you're getting at the store is foam disgusting mulch gross stuff just disgusting stuff with very deadly fillers that are full of forever chemicals so again there's there's solutions to all this and then i urge people again to go and uh check out things like rncstore.com richardson nutritional center your source for laetril online made famous by g edward griffin's book world without cancer get your apricot seeds laetril amygdalin and vitamin b17 there again you could use code josh j-o-s-h we have a whole bunch of we have we, we're selling organic coffee now uh at cup of health 
in the description as well that has a bunch of antioxidants and other stuff in it that help you get started in the morning without feeling sick to your stomach from the coffee. A lot of people have issues with their stomach with coffee. This stuff is really good. And um, the reviews on it are really amazing. Um, and, you know, we have a whole bunch of options. Uh, there's go get funding campaigns, there's whatever. But again, just check through the description. There are so many different things that I'm not mentioning here that are solutions to problems that, um, you know, going forward, we need to take seriously. So here they're trying to actually ban uh, like Berkey water filters now because they're saying that the silver in there, uh, since it's antimicrobial, is best described as a pesticide. And so it should be getting regulated as the EPA through a pesticide. Yeah. And so, I mean, they're trying to say that because it has silver in it that you can't use it anymore. And so that's a water filter. The government is coming after water filters because they want everyone to drink, you know, <laughs> the shit water. Everyone has to be Detroit and Flint yeah. or whatever. In terms of Which means that we know that they're trying to murder us with the water Phoenix. when they are doing I mean, something uh, like that. It's pretty blatant. Yeah, the total dissolved solids in our water here is I have a meter and I test it frequently and it's like yeah. pretty much always above 500. It's like always above like the EPA limit, uh, basically. Now, obviously, I'm not drinking that, but yeah. uh, it, the plants a lot of times will choose to fucking die rather than yeah. have the water that comes out of the tap because I've grown food hydroponically and aeroponically for over 10 years. And I can tell you right now that if you don't use uh, some sort of uh, RO water or some sort of filtered water in the desert, hydroponically the plants would rather die so what does that tell you yeah exactly now um again I, we're gonna have to uh, uh wrap this up now this is gonna take me enormously yeah, long to, to to edit because well i i have to go to dinner um in uh an hour and this i don't know how long we went i think we were almost two hours or so i can't see the time but um yeah, I, I mean, it, we've, we went over a lot of really good stuff, as we always do every year. It's a good tradition to have. And again, going into 2024, my friends, it, it could be your best year, your worst year. It depends on what you do next. And again, yeah, there's a lot of scary stuff coming up in 2024, for sure. It's It, it would be crazy to reject that. But we also cannot reject our own solutions and our own ability to try and find our way through the darkness with with our own light. So in 2024, I wish everyone a very happy new year. I, I know that, uh, you know, a lot of people want to spend some time with family and friends and going into the, the new year. A lot of people go back to work, wage slave jobs, all that kind of stuff. It, maybe it's your year to make a difference on that subject as well. My friends think deeply about it. And you know, ponder this because again, we only have one life and I'm not saying that like some teenager from 2009 saying YOLO, I'm saying we do have only one life here on earth in this realm. We have other lives, I think in other realms, but that's besides the point. While we're here, let's try to do the best we can to um, enjoy ourselves responsibly and help each other and be happy and be free and be prepared for everything that comes at us because we're surrounded by evil, but we can be the light in that in that darkness. Anyway, I appreciate you joining us, Tim. Again, the links are in the description. Anything you want to say as we close this off? No, just remember to go to uh, learntherisk.org if you want to support ongoing activism as it relates to trying to stop. Because uh, you know, we talked a lot about, about all the health things you can do. Well, you know, if right from the get-go, you're getting babies that are getting vaccinated and shot up, uh, with all these different jabs, there's so much health stuff that is right from day one, even if they didn't even get any vaccines, all the different poisons coming through the placenta to the mother. And so we just need to make sure that the babies aren't getting vaxxed right from day one. And so learntherisk.org, I think, is the best spot to go for Absolutely. to become your own activist. And so not making any money off this, I do a lot to support it. And so for right now, I want to make sure that going into the new year, 
that uh, you know that activism is not forgotten. You know, especially as people are looking to make urine donations and things like that. So they Absolutely. do have a good partnership program. And uh, yeah, if you want to follow my journey at Truth to Freedom of how we're taking land out here and, and using it to feed ourselves from someone that didn't grow up. I didn't grow up with parents that were farmers. I didn't grow up with anyone in my family that was farming. My parents were 18 and 19 when they had me. And so I didn't, didn't come from some rich kid that's just got handed all this stuff. And so I've learned all this stuff myself, but now I want to have people be able to learn from my mistakes and there'll be different, uh, you know, solutions depending on what part of the country you're in. But, you know, it's just going to be a real world example. And I'll have ways to do things, you know, if you're more higher end, if you've got some money and then I'll have some ways to do things, yeah. uh, where, you know what, if you, you know, all you have is a, uh, you know, uh, uh, a drill bit and there's ways to do things cheaper, you know, we're going to show that way too. So it's going to have yeah. stuff for everybody. Tim's like, no, I don't have anything to add. Here's three minutes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyway, uh, I appreciate everyone watching. Thank you, Tim. We'll be back with much more in the new, new year. Stay tuned. We got some really big uh, interviews coming up as well. And I look forward to bringing all that to you. Uh, again, follow us on Twitter at, at World Alt Media. I don't like the Mark of the Beast, but I like to be able to reach new people. So make sure to find us there and all that. And of course, Rumble, uh, BitChute, Odyssey, Variety on Band.video and all these other sites. Um, stay tuned, my friends. Until next time, this is Josh Sigurdsson and Tim Pachote signing out from World Alternative Media. Find the truth, be the change, and Happy New Year.